0: Ahoy, everyone. It's me. It's me, Jake. It's time for the daily briefing. Uh, And uh, what time is it? Well, it's three after four after three. Oh, lordy. A couple minutes late. Better late than never. That's what they say. I don't know if I believe them, but but I'm loving this filter. (laughs) Because it makes me look a little bit, uh, sainty. Um, sainty. Um, lady jerry where is lady jerry i wish i knew um but i'm loving this okay i'm trying to get it to do the view that i like there we go now i think we're in business um all right keys is here jen's here laura's here hello you're in atlanta some animal facts exactly dave uh racing pants on dave welcome aboard sir uh rich howdy doody um Flavia, Sue, Sister Sue, Camellia's Report, remember that? Remember when we used to be Camellia's Report for hump day? Well, it is hump, it is hump day. Um. <laughs> oh, wait. Is it spiral staircase, foam pads, show and tell day today? Rachel, oh, I forgot to bring the foam thing in today. But I will post a picture of the top of the stairway sealed and opened on the group chat after this. Um, (laughs) I just look like, I look like I just rolled the stoner uh, and emerged from the cave. Yes, I am rejuvenated. Um, in this day in 1889, the Eiffel Tower was opened. Oh, that's a nice fact, Darren. Thank you. The Eiffel Tower. Who's been to the Eiffel Tower? I've been to the Eiffel Tower. Belinda and I, we don't actually go to the top, but you go as high as you can go. So we went up as high as, as we were allowed to go. Um, Scott, greetings. Rich. Happy hump day. Uh, you think you got it right? <laughs> pick? greetings to you. I'm going to turn this special effect off as much as I enjoy it. Uh, I think I'm just going to go oh natural now. Um, Flavia, you were in a car accident. Brad, wonderful Wednesday to everybody. Well, not Flavia. Your car is not repairable. Well, um, I hope that you were not injured. And if you were injured, I hope that you are... Repairable, But I'm very sorry to hear, but car accidents are no fun. I, I had a little car accident in the pandemic, a little fender bender that turned out... Well, it was a fender bender, but then it turned out that by the time we had to go to the uh, uh, insurance guy, it was a few thousand dollars. So cars are funny that way, aren't they? Um, Amy, you've been to the Eiffel Tower as well. Excellent. Uh, Christopher's been to the Eiffel Tower at Kings Island in Southern Ohio. Just as good. Just as good. Um, Ooh, the airbag slammed into your chest. Yeah, I've heard that it does hurt, Flavia. That airbag. You're lucky because some people get uh, black eyes from that thing. Oh, Um, I am, uh, I'm really sorry to hear that. I hope, uh... I hope you're going to be feeling better and you'll get some good news from the insurance company, get an upgraded vehicle. May I suggest a truck? That's what I'm, that's what I'm doing. I'm doing the truck. Uh, I've been, uh, Aaron's, I've been in the ocean today. God, it's so beautiful today. Belinda said it was 89 degrees. I was in the ocean and it felt so good. I stayed in for extra five minutes. I was in there for 15 minutes. Nice, about 56 degrees, 56 and a half. And uh, that was terrific. Nice swim in the ocean. Ran into Nigel when I was walking back from the beach. Maybe he's going to feel safe enough to come into the uh, pod pod center. Um, or maybe we'll do a show from right outside there. Who knows? Who knows what the future holds for us and future shows from future locations. Rich, you were at the Eiffel Tower in Las Vegas. Excellent. I don't know if you're allowed to go in that one, are you? You just can see it. I don't think they let you get into that in the Perry Hotel, Perry. Um, physically, yes, Flavia, you're saying you're okay, but emotionally, not so much. Yeah, I bet it's traumatizing. Those car accidents, very traumatizing. Um, I'm glad that physically you're okay, and uh, the emotional stuff uh, that that'll that'll dissipate as time passes. But I'm, I'm afraid that uh, a lot of times with those kind of traumas, it takes a little time to. Uh, to dissipate but uh you're among friends here and we're here for you as much as whatever that means um oh the other driver was completely unharmed well that's good you both walked away Ugh. <laughs> is there a best kind of accident that's the best kind of accident um <sighs> just saw the eiffel tower in uh vegas didn't go in mm, okay well there you go the airbag protects you from the steering wheel the seatbelt protects you from the airbag, <laughs> Darren. Thanks for it. You really, you really are able to uh, boil a nutshell a situation <coughs> when necessary, and I appreciate that about you, um, <laughs> Dave. You think Flavia blocked you? Well, it could be. Um, I know that you're a you're a spicy you're a spicy chap, and. <laughs> I'm looking at your little, uh, logo thing. Uh, you seem, you seem like a decent fella. I doubt she blocked you. It might just be an oversight. Then again, what do I know? Um, <laughs> Keys wants to know if you what looked at the tower with or without pants. Uh, Pick, you've been to the Eiffel Tower the same trip. You climbed to the top of the Sacré-Cœur twice, uh, to the top of Notre Dame. Lots of climbing. Yeah, Notre Dame. I mean, who knows if we're going to get to go to the top of that, um, who knows if we're going to get to the top of that? Uh, do Bob, you're asking? Do a lot of comedians live near me in your neighborhood? Like, is it comic enclave? No, it's not. It's not like that. Um, <laughs> like the Carney Town in Florida. No, it's not. It's not comedian town. There's. Uh, I think Nigel is really right now the only one that I know who lives close to here. There's a few comics at the beach, but the beach is not a favorite uh, location for comedians to live because uh, it's a ways from the three main clubs, the Comedy Store, the Improv, and the Laugh Factory. And so people who are trying to bust into comedy or get into comedy want to be living close to those places so they don't hesitate to pay their dues and go down there and hang out every night. Um, So... um, So that's why they live there. And then once they once you get started living on that side of town, Silver Lake was the hipster part of town where you would live that was adjacent enough to those comedy clubs. And then it also developed its own cool comedy scene. And uh, so I've got a lot of friends who live over there. But here, it's uh, m- mostly me and Nige holding it down. I'm trying to get Christella to move into the upstairs of this house. <laughs> but uh, so, far, uh, so far, I'm still working on that. Um, all right. So today's animal, um... Oh, wait. Let's read some more about tourism here first. Rachel went to the top of the Apple Tower and Notre Dame too. The bells started as you were standing there. Wow! <laughs> Jason almost dropped his phone from the top. Uh, you did a little hunchback of Notre Dame uh, thing yourself. Uh, Scott, you're all about reckless tourism. If they think it's okay to go to the top of the Domo in Milan... Why should I doubt the loading limitations of a timber slate roof? Yes, why should you? Um, Yes, ahoy, Joni, to you. Uh, Scary to realize how much worse it could have been. It was the other guy's fault, by the way, Uh, Flavia. Oh, well, the insurance might not see it that way. Yeah, but that only is affected by whatever your deductible is. Um, But I, my... Experience with the with the car insurance company this year. Of course, the other guy admitted that it was his fault. So, and he hit me from behind. Keith, you're asking anyone follow dry bar comedy. I watch it a little bit. Those guys um, do get quite a quite a bit of views. I don't know if it translates into tickets sold, and it certainly does not translate into financial remuneration to the comedians. But uh, it can be uh, it can be beneficial in terms of exposing comedians to a greater audience, whether those people then go out and buy buy tickets to go to a comedy club. If we're ever allowed to do that again, uh, I don't know. Um, So uh, today's animal, which I picked out, I chose raccoons because we, you know, here in the wilds of Santa Monica, our wildlife includes uh, squirrels. Uh, birds. We have quite a few birds. We've you've heard the crows from time to time. They're not here today. Um, but then our our mammal population. We did have a bit of a rat uh, problem for a while, but that's under control since we moved our compost into a sealed bin. Uh, and uh, so possums. We see possums and raccoons going through the backyard from time to time, coming after Lady Jerry's uh, uh, plants that she's planted. So I thought I'd look up uh, raccoons. And here's, right off the bat, uh, here was something surprising to me. Raccoons live for up to two to three years in the wild. They can live 15 or more years in captivity, but I was surprised. Two to three years in the wild? In a city, maybe less. Oh, my God. (laughs) Boy, there's a lot of talk about accidents here. Uh, Wiley Trash Panda. Yes, Ouija, the, the raccoons. Uh, they can They live up to two to three years in the wild, so some of the raccoons that we 're mad at are now dead from old age or natural causes. Female raccoons give birth after only about sixty five days of pregnancy, and usually the litters are from one to one to seventy eight seven or eight uh, depending on the species, they can grow to a length of around twenty to forty inches and uh, they can weigh up to sixty five pounds Ooh. Like humans, they have uh, five fingers. We all, I think, we all knew that. Uh, Their fur can be very warm; is very warm, protects them from cold. Although here in Santa Santa Monica, they have communal toilets uh, where several individuals defecate. They're solitary. they sometimes congregate. The ones here live, I think, in a storm drain around the corner, because I've seen them go off the sidewalk curb and then down under into the storm drain. So I think there's a couple of them living down there, or a few. Probably a couple different ones than the ones that I first saw down there. They have a pronounced sense of touch. They have a good sense of touch. Um, there was once a presidential raccoon in the White House. Um and uh, this was during President Calvin Coolidge's presidency. He received a raccoon. Calvin Coolidge received a raccoon in 1926 uh, as, a, as a Thanksgiving dinner. You know, like, here's, here's this live raccoon. You can kill it, have it for Thanksgiving. Uh, it doesn't say what state uh, sent him the raccoon. <laughs> but Coolidge uh, decided not to eat, eat the raccoon or have it killed, which I think is a good choice. <coughs> but instead, they adopted it as a pet. And they gave their name, their raccoon, the name Rebecca. And for Christmas, Rebecca the raccoon received an embroidered collar with the words White House raccoon engraved on it. Mm. She also participated in events such as the White House Easter egg roll. Uh, Near the end of his presidency, uh, Coolidge donated Rebecca to Rock Creek Park in D.C., I don't know how it works out when you've got a raccoon participating in an Easter egg hunt because, I don't know, <laughs> these raccoons are wild animals. At best, you've got a raccoon that is one generation removed from being a wild raccoon. And uh, I think it's going to be hard to get them not to eat those eggs. But anyway, um, Darren, you're saying, yeah, yeah, the raccoon's hands are creepy. Um... Uh, Charlie, you're saying you had a standoff with a raccoon when you lived in Alameda. Your alpha male cat also thought he'd be brave. That was about a $600 vet bill 12 years ago. The cat survived. Well, thank goodness. Um, Scott, you're saying your storm drain pandas are making their way uh, into the hood from Urban Drainage Channel Corridor. Yeah, they're, how they remember the great to exit is beyond you. Well, they're very smart. Raccoons are very smart. Pygmy raccoons exist as a case of island dwarfism, and that's on uh, Cozumel in Mexico. They're these pygmy raccoons. That's the only place they are. There's 250 to 300 individuals there. Um, it doesn't say how long they are, how how long, how big they are, but uh, there you go. They're in, considered endangered. Tropical raccoons eat a lot of crabs. <laughs> Well, we we could they eat whatever's around. That's what happens. They're original forest animals, but now they're all over the place. Raccoons wash their food. If you're looking for something entertaining, after this, do a video search for a raccoon washing uh, cotton candy because <laughs> the raccoon has got this big, you know, cloud of cotton candy and it picks it up and it puts it in the water to wash it and it just disappears and the raccoon's like, Whoa, what? <laughs> it's uh, uh, although disappointment is is never funny uh, or is it raccoons take their name after their hands okay they can open containers because of their dexterous hands they have surprisingly good night vision and uh, the, the, the later in here that I'm just linking some of the facts together the, the the mask that black under their eyes they theorize that that aids in their night vision by cutting reflection down there they're mostly colorblind so they have good night vision but they're not uh, they can't uh, distinguish colors uh so um you don't want to get a raccoon to paint your house uh that's a mistake, despite uh no that's not a good one. Raccoons are intelligent. we do that in one study. raccoons have demonstrated enough intelligence to open eleven out of thirteen containers locks in less than ten attempts so yeah, it says that these they're somewhere in the on the continuum between cats they're smarter than cats but not quite as smart as monkeys. But uh, your individual raccoon may be smarter than a monkey. Is your raccoon smarter than a monkey? We all like to think our raccoon is smarter than a monkey, but uh, only a qualified professional can uh, test your raccoon to determine if it's smarter than a monkey or not. Um, they can be unpredictable. This is uh, this is despite their soft and cuddly appearance, they can get aggressive, as we've heard here in the chat, and I'm telling you here and here, raccoons can get a, aggressive, and. That is one of the real problems with raccoons because they carry, they're the number one uh, rabies carrier animal, something like that. They got, they so don't, if you see a raccoon out in the wild, do not approach it because they can get aggressive. They may have rabies. They have a great sense of smell. So if you've been eating bacon, you got that on your hands. Those raccoons are coming right for your bacon. And they're going to aggressively try and take your bacon away from you. They host many parasites and diseases, as I said. Um, they uh, <clears throat> canine distemper, leptospiros- leptospirosis. I'm not sure what that is, but it does not sound good. Um, uh, male raccoons have bones in their penises. <laughs> that's that's a good one right that's a good thing to know uh they have a good sense of hearing so they have a good sense of hearing good sense of smell they have great night vision uh and they're aggressive (laughs) so uh i would uh i would leave these raccoons alone if you encounter them in the wild but they are cute and lady jerry loves to open the door and try and chase the raccoons away and i think that that's a bit of a mistake as as we've already heard in the chat um Flavia, there's an adorable video of raccoons eating peanut butter sandwiches. Going to post it on the group page. Yeah, excellent. Uh, Brad saying, ever tasted raccoon? I did it at the Wild Game Feed in Roland, Iowa. Oh, wow, Iowa. That is an interesting place. to. I would have thought the place you'd taste a raccoon would be in the south, but uh, Iowa's my home state. I was never offered raccoon, ever. Fattest raccoons you've ever seen, Scott? By a mile were the house raccoons hanging at the Awani hotel in Yosemite oh wow Oh Fox you're saying you got foxes near your house keys um, Yeah the, I, so anyway I, I suppose I would taste a raccoon I'm up for a taste uh, I don't think I would order I don't think I would order on the menu if I was in a restaurant but uh, I'd probably get an order of raccoon to split for the table. Uh, raccoon is for a pet Hmm, only permissible if your father and is your brother and you own a banjo darren i disagree because my father and his brother (laughs) uh, and their father was separate from either of them uh they had a they had a pet raccoon that they got they were out hunting and i think they killed the parent raccoon or something I think that's what happened. And then they found the baby raccoon. And so its eyes were still closed. And so they took it in when it was just a kit. I think that's what you call the baby raccoon. And, um, and, uh, it was, uh, it was very friendly, but it was very mischievous. This pet raccoon they had, it would climb up the beams and the, in the a barn and hang right over the cat's bowl of milk and then let itself go and splash down into the cat's milk, scare the crap out of the cat, and then lick off all the milk afterwards. So there's your raccoon story for today. Thanks for the memories. Um, as an animal caretaker at ISU Vet Med during college, you took care of raccoons involved in pseudo-rabies research. Yeah, oh, rabies. Such a scary thing. All those all those zombie movies. I mean, rabies is one of those things that's, like, right on the edge of a zombie-type situation to me. You think raccoons might be superheroes? Well, Gary, um, that raccoon, Rocky... Was it Rocky Raccoon in the uh, um, Guardians of the Galaxy? That was a raccoon. Um, <laughs> raccoons can land a 747. Well, Dave... Uh, after I watch the raccoon wash the uh, wash the cotton candy again, I'm gonna I'm gonna search for a video of a raccoon landing at 747 because I'd I'd like to see that. <laughs> Scott, oh there you got you've got the raccoon from Guardians and the Galaxies there. Uh, neighbor had a pet one tied on a leash when you were a little kid. You walked up to it and it stood up on, and and took your lunch bag. Yeah. Raccoons could build a 747, Phil. That's interesting. Wow. I don't know if I'd go flying in the raccoon built 747. Uh, but uh, that's just me. We're selling most of those overseas. <laughs> you insulted Jake. Uh, you're getting axed. Son of a... Oh, no. I don't think you insulted me. Did you? I don't know. Maybe you did. Accidentally? I don't I don't even remember it. That's <laughs> a lesson for money. Monday. In any game, you got to have a short memory. I can't even remember it, Darren. Don't worry about it. David, you're saying a raccoon slept on your deck outside your second floor master bedroom for a couple of days. Your wife hasn't unlocked that sliding door in four years now. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Well, they can be aggressive, and but they only live for they only live for um, two to three years in the wild. So that raccoon is probably dead. So you can stop worrying about that. Uh, ask ask me if we can if I can play the banjo. Um, I cannot play the banjo, uh, but thank you for asking. Raccoons are union scams at Boeing, Ouija. Uh, now, I, I would believe if you told me that Elon Musk had a side project where he was trying to teach raccoons to build uh, solar panels, I'm in. I believe it. I think that's a good rumor. In fact, I've never heard it, but I'm starting it right now. Elon Musk, did you guys know Elon Musk has a side project where he's teaching raccoons how to build solar panels. Um, And then, because raccoons are nocturnal, he's going to have them on the third shift. So it'll just be human beings building solar solar panels during the day. And then at night, the raccoons will do the little fine finish finish work because they're tiny hands. And uh, if they're good at that, you know they're probably good at making running shoes also. So these are great jobs for raccoons. If we can't build robots uh, to do all of our jobs, uh, we'll get raccoons to do them. They eat almost anything. That's another thing that I found out about raccoons. They're omnivorous, like a mofo, like crazy. Um, <laughs> Phil, you say you divorced your first wife because you thought she was having an odd relationship with a raccoon? Yeah, that's a problem. When your wife is having an atypical relationship with a raccoon, That's not just the regular uh, raccoon. Uh in hindsight it was probably the drugs. Yeah, I think that might be the case. Or were you on the drugs or was she on the drugs that was causing her to uh, oh, anyway. Raccoons are naturally aeronautic engineers. They actually designed the seven forty seven Darren. Wow. This is a great uh, this is a great deal. Mm. <laughs> uh possums can sell used cars. Yeah, well I did. I have said that. Um Alright, where are we in today's show? Wow, time is flying by. What a hump day it is. Oh, and don't forget, tomorrow is Ancient Aliens in the Bible Day here on the Daily Briefing, so that's exciting. We've got something for all the days of the week. It's hard to believe that the pandemic is winding down. Although they say we may be up for a new surge. Um, What would you like to learn to do on your computer Well, I don't... I don't uh, what would you like to learn to do on your computer? I, I, I don't know. I know how to do the things that I... I'd like to get better at editing, vi- editing video or so, but I'm doing that on the phone and the iPad right now. Um, what would I like to learn to get do on my computer? Well, just before the show, I was on Instagram, and I was watching uh, some video of a guy. This is This is where I'm at with the advertising tailored specifically to me. I'm getting advertisement from several different people who want me to pay them to teach me how to do a handstand. And I, I, I'm, I'm sort of like, I don't know how they knew that I would really love to know how to do a handstand. But uh, I don't think I'm going to buy a video tutorial on how to do a handstand. It wouldn't be on my computer, but it would be on my device. I feel like sometimes the question box is not always up to date, um, Forge vaccination passports, Scott, that's naughty. And besides, obviously no one needs a vaccination passport. There was something like a million people going through LAX over this last weekend. Like, what the hell? Look, I get it. There's a lot of us are vaccinated. We're going back to indoor dining. That doesn't mean fly across the uh, United States and start exchanging DNA with everybody that you you know from high school. That's a bad idea. Um, Pick, you got your second Moderna shot yesterday afternoon. Good for you. Congratulations. Um, I am very excited for you and all of us. Oh, I have, I have this visual aid here. I was going to show everybody this, um, on a day when, uh, Lady Jerry was here, but this is, this is, this is a photo from, of us when we got engaged. Uh, we did it. I proposed to her while we were surfing. I had my friend come along with a camera and, uh, the ring they surfed and, uh, so uh that was Lady Jerry and I. We look pretty good. I mean it is uh eighteen going on nineteen years ago, but uh that was us. Um this is another one from the engagement album. Uh so just thought I would bring those along to show you and then afterwards we had a little party at the house. So it was so there there is us at the beach and us at the party at the house, and Lady Jerry's talking to her mom. Anyway, I thought I'd bring those along for today. Proposed to to my wife um, on the beach after we went surfing. Um, Trying to get vaccines out fast enough to combat human nature and cancel out a new surge is a daunting task. Yeah, you're right, Taryn, I'll say. Laura, what are you saying? You were trying to book travel for work over the weekend and almost full because of the holiday. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I just don't. I think it's just kind of crazy how many people want to travel right now. Uh, lady and I, lady, Jerry and I are going to be getting in the camper and driving, but we're going to kind of be keeping our interactions with people to a minimum, you know, takeout or outdoor dining. Um, but we'll see. Uh, Rachel. Yeah. Thank you for that compliment about the engagement pictures. Uh, pick you're saying your arm is a little sore, but no biggie. Yeah. That's what I had both times. My arm was a little sore. And then the day after the shot, I was tired. Uh, Belinda was tired. 2 days after the shot. But but we're both fine now. I mean, just if you feel tired just take it easy. Uh you'll be fine. All right. So, it's hump day. Thank you guys for being here. Again, you know, today I, w- I was a little busy. I was trying to decide what handstand tutorial to buy. Um and I was thinking, oh, I got to do the show. It was it freaked me out a little bit, but I feel great after doing the show, just like swimming in the ocean. I feel better after I do it than I do before. So, thank you all for that. Um Darren, uh, you're jealous of the camper. Thank you, uh, thank you for being jealous of the camper. <laughs> It'll be cool for us, but uh, I, I hope that all of us will meet out there camping. Maybe Jake Fest is going to be the campground. Mm, I don't think so. Uh, all right, it's time for seize the day. We're going to seize the day, seize this hump day, and then tomorrow's Ancient Aliens in the Bible. I have to say, it, it, Thursdays are starting to be a real fun day for me because that book is so kooky. Uh, So we'll see you tomorrow for Ancient Aliens of the Bible. And right now, it's time to seize the day. And uh, Flavia, I hope that uh, tomorrow you are feeling better. Take care of yourself and uh, do a little meditation. Take a nice warm bath. Um. (laughs) All right, Uh, here we go, I'm paging through um paging through here um to see what uh today sees the day. I like this one. It looks good. Uh Leon Brown. Leon Brown, today's sees the day. I like to put a little dot on the page so I can remember that I've done this sees the day <laughs> because you know at some point in the future we might be going through the Seize the Days a second time, but this time I want to make sure and get them all. Touch them all. All right, today's Seize the Day is from Leon Brown. Remember, you are a different person now than before. You are wiser and stronger for the trials that you've been through. That's a good one. I think that's something that, that is important for all of us to remember. We're a different person now than before. We are wiser and stronger for the trials that you've been through. We've all been through a trial this year with the Varinus, um, but I know that we've also got our personal trials that we we all are going through all the time. And every year you're a different person and you are stronger and better because uh, it just is counterintuitive that you would get uh, weaker and not as good from, after having gone through those trials. So congratulations to you. Happy Wednesday. You're all stronger and better. Uh, I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Well, I can wait. But uh, I'm very excited to see you tomorrow. For ancient aliens in the Bible, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Be nice to a jerk. It feels, it feels like it's going to be easy to be nice to a jerk today. I'm in such a good mood. Uh, don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. Um, see you, tomato.